Okay, freaks, this is the guide to your psychopath. This podcast is not about me telling you how you're fucked up. I'm here to learn about your past and how it affects your decision making. I've been studying people for a long time now, but I've never asked them about how their mind goes through the process. I want to read your guide. I want to know how you think and feel. This will not be edited to take snippets out of context, but I believe everyone will benefit from hearing all of the conversation. Learning your guide will make it better for me to understand you. Welcome to the Guide to Your Psychopath. This week, I'd like to introduce a good guy. Uh, what's your name? Rob Turner. Okay, Rob. Uh, you know my wife a uh, couple months now. Or however long. I think like a year now. She yeah. just said that it's been a year since she started working. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she's always talking about you, how you guys have conversations or joke around and do stuff like that. So uh, I'd like to get your story, uh, but I'd like to start from the beginning. Okay. Do you know where your mom was born? Yeah. My mom, I believe, was born here in town. In town. Yeah. And your dad? Uh, from West Lockwood, Texas. Oh, from Texas. Yeah. So he's a Texan. Yeah. And you were born here as well. Here as well. Yeah. Um, do you? What is your earliest memory that you have? That man, it's crazy. I have like horrible memory, but then at times it can just comes to me. It just pops up. Yeah. yeah. I think I can remember like as a child, like living with my grandma. With your grandma? Yeah. Okay. I think because like my. After I was born, around the time that I turned one, my mom had went to prison. Oh. So for like, from the ages from like one to five, okay. she was in prison. So I was living with my grandma. So I kind of remember being a kid living there. Was your dad around? Uh, no, my, brad, my dad was in prison as well. Oh. Yeah. For the same charges or? Um, no, I think it may have been separate cases, but I really don't remember too much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you uh, remember playing outside? Do you did you have a good childhood? What was it? What was oh that yeah, like? I was I was outside all the time. Like I had uh, neighborhood friends that lived like across the street from me, mm-hmm. and I remember we used to have like the the mini Harleys and little ninjas. Yeah, and we used to ride around the block all the time, just playing. Or we'd go down to the ditch, like behind Food for Less, and swim over there. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, just always outside. And you lived in a in a town where there was a lot of people. Um. I want to say at the time when I was growing up, I say it wasn't too big. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of farm workers and stuff like that around here. Yeah, we did have a lot of trees. I kind of missed that. Yeah. Yeah, before all the, they started developing all the houses and everything. Yeah. And so, uh, as soon as your mom got back from prison, what was that like? Do you remember? Yeah, I don't remember too much. No. no. Okay. But do you remember going to elementary school? Uh, vaguely, yeah, for yeah. the most part. Did you like the the school? Did you like the people? Yeah, um, the school was cool. I I used to get in trouble a lot though. Yeah, <laughs> a little trouble. <laughs> Just all, all throughout elementary, I got in a lot of trouble. Okay. Yeah, I remember. I think it was. Um, I think it was second grade. It got to the point where I wasn't even allowed in my classroom. What? Yeah, I had I had to during class. I just had to go sit in the office, <laughs> or I would get the, there was another room connected to our classroom. Yeah. So I would just they would send me through the door and I'd go sit in the other classroom and do my work. Really? Yeah. And just listen to the lectures and just sit in there and do all your work. Yeah, I think they would send me with like just the packet of work and oh. then I would just have to sit there by myself and just work. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! 
<laughs> and so you get through uh, elementary school. What's junior high like for you? Junior high, um, a lot less trouble. Really? Yeah. And, you, you know, I have this theory that in junior high is when hormones are raging and people are trying to find themselves. And so they you get a lot more trouble in junior high than you do like high school. Yeah. You, you calm down. Yeah, for the, for the most part, yeah. I had got. I think what it was was like elementary school. I was just having fun. Like I, I think all throughout my my years of school, I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like once I did hit like the later years of elementary school, that's when like I would I really wanted to be like gang related and into gangs. Yeah. And then so once middle school started, like I was hanging around those people, but we weren't really doing much because we were middle school. You know, like that's when it kind of starts. Yeah. But I had seen some things and realized, like, okay, that's not what I want, but these are still my people, you know, like, that I'm going to hang around with. Okay. Yeah, so at that point, I was already just, I think at that point, I had matured in the sense to where I was like, I know that's not what I want, mm-hmm. so I'm going to relax. And what were some of the things that you didn't want? Um, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go to prison. Oh. Yeah, that was always, that was like a big reoccurring theme, like prison and jail in my family. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can't have that. And then, like, my brother had his own gang relations which led to other issues that I was like, where I witnessed things where I was like, wow, that's the type of shit that happens. You know, like, I'm cool off that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's crazy. But it's a good thing that you had uh, seen some of the stuff where it just totally changed your mind. Yeah. I'm, I'm very grateful for seeing certain things at a younger age mm-hmm. instead of having to uh, grow and then experience it on my own. Yeah. Huh. And, well... Uh, do you have any girlfriends? Did you uh, do good in school? Um, I, w- I was good in school. All, all throughout like my high school years, I really didn't care about um, just women and everything. I was just more... I was very reserved. Mm-hmm. Like ne- Today, I'm a very more social person than I was growing up. Yeah. But yeah, like I didn't care about anything. I was just like, I'm just going to do me. And I was, I was actually really good in school mm-hmm. when I did decide to put in the effort. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, play any sports? No, no, <laughs> no. I was I was all right in sports, but I didn't really play anything until like junior senior year. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's when I like picked up basketball. Okay, but like when it came time time for um, like tryouts, I just like uh, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's that's awesome. Excuse me. And so, <clears throat> what was uh, you graduated high school? And uh, what did you do after that? After that, I really, like, dove into my music. Yeah. Okay. What kind of music? Uh, rap. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you started rapping? Yeah, I actually, I, from what my mom tells me, I started writing, like, through elementary years. Mm. I had kind of written the first song that I remember in, like, seventh grade. And then once I hit high school, I was writing a little more just for fun. And then um, I went to Redwood for my first two years. Mm. And then junior year on my 16th birthday, they kicked me out. Because, like like I said, I didn't care about school. Yeah. Like, I was smart. I could get the grades. I just didn't want to do it. So by the time came that my 16th birthday, my credits were just low. They kicked me out. I went to Sequoia. At Sequoia is where I met uh, somebody, my, my friend Gio. Mm-hmm. And then from there, like, the music just picked up. Really? Yeah. Okay. And what about, uh, like, the music part, like the beats and stuff? Um, 
Is that something you would just pick up or you yeah. would just rap from any song or? Yeah, it was mostly just like remixes, anything I can find on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at that point, it was just like all of my main focus was just like, what can I write? You know, instead yeah. of how am I going to do this the right way? It was just like, how can I show people that I'm good? Yeah. Yeah. And so you, you said you started writing in elementary school. Did you do keep like uh, notebooks and stuff like that? To be honest, I don't remember. Oh, okay. I don't remember really writing in elementary school. That's just based off what, like, my mom had told me. Yeah, like, even in high school? Um, yeah, in high school, I did have, like, you know, the composition books yeah. that have, like, the black and the white all over it. Yeah. Yeah, I had those. I had quite a few of those. And, uh, and so when you started uh, making music after high school, you would just go back and look through that stuff? Or you just, from memory? or Actually, I think I do have some, the ones from high school in my closet at home. Oh, okay. Yeah, somewhere in my closet. Yeah, I haven't looked through them, I haven't gone through them in a while. Yeah. But for the majority of the part, like I said, I have a bad memory. No. But when it comes to my music, I can major- I can remember the majority of my lyrics. Okay. Yeah. Who's your uh, favorite, or do you have any influences from uh, major rappers, or? Yeah, I'd have to say like a re- reoccurring influences are gonna be like Drake, J Cole, and uh, Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's all it's always come down to at least Drake and J Cole for sure. Yeah, and so th- those are the type of guys that uh, don't really do like East Coast West Coast beef, and they just they just do them. Yeah, yeah. they just do them, and just wherever they're from, that's where the, that's what it is, right? Yeah, is that something you're into, or do you only like West Coast rap, or what? Oh uh, no, I pretty much listen to anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you um, get your influences just from everyday life, or? Yeah, for the most part, and then I tend to just write about things that are just just to be creative, mm-hmm. you know. So like, whether it's not something that has like a deep meaning, it's just something that to make to have fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's awesome. And so you've been kind of working uh, at the company you're at right now, but. Have you, is that something you like to do? Or is it just something that'll give you a paycheck? Um, the way I, I like to see jobs is like more of like a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't want to make a career out of that. Yeah. I just, it's something to do for now while I'm getting, still getting on my feet to yeah. be where I want to be. That's cool. Did you, um, <clears throat> do you get interested in any kind of like uh, production of any other music or just rap um or just your own lyrics yeah for the most part just rap in my own lyrics i kind of do want to step like like rap and r&b have always kind of been in a similar genre mm-hmm. so I, I do like to like go in and out of both of them sometimes mix them yeah yeah so that's always been a thing right there huh and so when you're sitting down writing, do you are you having a couple of drinks or do you just do it sober? Or is that? Uh, I used to write sober a lot. Yeah. Now no. 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 The majority of the time when I'm writing, I have to get high first. Okay. Yeah. Just something to loosen you up a little bit and just kind of get the thoughts flowing. Yeah, it was actually something. This is something I had broke down the other night when in my under interview. Yeah. Uh, like I like to go to the shop and then. You can see like the the side effects of each strain. Yeah. So yeah. I, I like to find whatever help make, helps make me happy, energetic, and stuff like that. More like sativa. Yeah. Like so that. all sativas. Yeah. Yeah. When I was younger, I used to really like indicas, and just like something that's gonna put me at on my ass and just make me lazy. couch lock. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I, I loved anything that would knock me on my ass. So it was, like, from sativa. No, not sativas, but I, I loved indicas. And then aside from the weed, I really loved codeine. Like, promethazine with codeine. Okay. Yeah, it was a bad thing, but it, it was, I love the way it made me feel. How did it make you feel? Um, just, like, loaded. I don't know why I used to... I think this is, like, a deeper mm-hmm. thing, but I think because both of my parents were heroin addicts, mm-hmm. I think that followed through into me to where, like, that's why I loved, like, the, the indica and the promethazine with codeine because I think it's just something I got... I inherited it from them. Yeah, an addictive personality. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you... Uh, when you drink at all, do you, uh, like, overdo it or it's just you don't really drink that much? No, I've never... I've never had a problem with drinking. Okay. Like, even at a, as a young kid, I would um, get to a certain limit, and I knew, like, okay, I can, I can relax now. Like, I'm buzzing, I'm good, no. I'm just going to take a break. Yeah. And so, like, then it's gone, and it's like, okay, if I want to drink, then I'm going to drink some more. That's cool. Now, you don't... Do you ever get into, like, uh, growing your own weed or anything? I've thought about it, but it takes, that takes a lot of care. It does take a lot yeah, of time. I don't even have, like, my own garden at home for of anything, because I'm, like, I'm not going to be out there watering it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Every day, right? Yeah. I mean, I already take plants... Take care of plants at work. <laughs> semi. <laughs> semi take care yeah, of them. Semi take care of them. So I'm, like, I'm not trying to really have more to do at home. Yeah. Uh, and what's your personal life like right now? You're married, have kids. Yeah, I have a girl, and I got three kids. Oh, three kids. Yeah. How does that? Uh, that doesn't get in the way of you writing or anything. No, like uh, my girl's very supportive. So if I tell her, like, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the studio, or I'm just gonna go write, she's just like, okay, that's fine. No. Yeah. yeah, like the other day when I had my other interview, I was like, look, I'm doing this interview tonight. It was like a last minute thing, and she was just like, okay. No. So she's always been been there, supportive of everything. You guys been together for a while? Uh, we've been together for five years, but I've known her for about ten. Oh. Yeah. From school? Uh, no. no. Actually, our families are like, very close, okay. and then we met that way. Okay. And you still hang out with like cousins, uncles, aunts, anything like that? Um, honestly, I don't, I don't spend too much time with people. Mm. I'm just, if I'm not working, I'm at home. And if I'm at home, I'm just like with my kids and my girl, or I'll then I'll, or I'll go do my own thing alone, or I'll be just writing music. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a good thing to uh, just kick back and just have fun with the kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I've very, I'm really involved into like dad mode, like heavy, like it's just work and home. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like when I was young, like at age 17, that's like right after I graduated is when I really jumped into music. So, like, I was 17, and I was doing shows everywhere, like, all throughout, well, within, like, the 559 area, mm-hmm. just because I had met a promoter, and, like, the promoter, we, like, we just clicked. And yeah. so, like, every time there was a show, he would just tell me there's a show, or he'd tell me he put me on the show already. Okay. Yeah. And so you would go out and, and perform? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right, so... They have you going to these shows. What is, what is a show like? Um, they could be very small and dead, or they could be very popping. Oh, like, yeah? yeah I've, I've, I've had a wide variety of shows like that. Do you do anything to, like, prepare to get into a show? Um, honestly, no. no. I kind of just show up and do it. And yeah. just your, your music's already embedded in your soul, so you're already just ready to go at all times, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, 
What is like the best concert that you've ever done? Um, damn. I'm not quite sure. I think I think one of the best concerts I've done, I think, was when I opened up for Baby Bash. No. Oh. Yeah, in Tulare. I think that was... Excuse me. Um, damn, what year was that? I want to say around 2014, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere around there. For Baby Bash, huh? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we actually uh, we actually got to meet him before the show too. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. Talk to him for a little bit. Yeah, because he was just by himself. Like you, you really don't expect that from celebrities to mm-hmm. just be chilling alone. Yeah. So like me and uh, um, Geo, we were just. He was like, "Bro, let's go talk to him." So I was like, "All right, cool." Like, we just walked up to him. We were just chilling with him. Like it Having was a just conversation. yeah yeah. And he was very um, he was a very humble person. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was great to experience that. Yeah, I know. Uh, where I come from, Riverside County, uh, he has a big following out there, and he's like, there's some people that met him, and they say the same thing. That he's, you know, kind of very approachable and just yeah. able to, able to talk to everybody. Yeah, you know? like I I have him on Facebook as well, and I see like a lot of people will po- comments on his post, and he interacts with anybody. Mm-hmm. So he he's not one of those like cocky persons where like it's like I'm famous, I don't have to talk to you. Yeah, he's just like I'm a person, you're a person, like we're cool, you know. Yeah, and just have a conversation. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I like meeting people like that. Yeah, and you would think that uh, you know having that kind of stress of being that kind of you know being known like that that you would get in your head too much, right? But no, there's yeah. some people that keep their uh, they just stay cool. down to earth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And did he? Uh, did he? Did you talk to him about your music at all? Or um, no, we were kind of just hanging out, having just regular conversation, and then. Um, Sergio had asked him, like, how much do you charge for, like, features? Mm-hmm. And I think at that time it was at, like, $2,000. Yeah, so we were just two broke rappers, like, <laughs> talking to Baby Bash about a feature. and But nothing happened. You know, we never got the money together. But, oh, yeah. I mean, that'd still be a good goal to hit one day. It would be, right? Yeah. And then especially to have that story and tell him, like, I remember when I met you and I didn't have the money to, to do it. And then here we are today making a song. Right. You know, that would be crazy. That would be kind of cool. Now, when you're uh, out there and just laying out your flow on the audience, is it like you feel like an out-of-body out of experience or do you feel any different? Um, not too much. I think when I, very, when I first started, I was just very nervous. Mm. And so I was just... Because like I've said, I've always been like a very reserved person. Yeah. So like... First time getting on stage, the first few times, I'm just, like, up there, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to rap. So I'm just going to stay here. I'm not going to make any eye contact. Then I started getting a little bit more comfortable. And then once I hit, like, my biggest show, which was opening for 2 Chains, mm. and I don't really don't remember what year that was. I want to say that was, like, 14 or 15 also. Okay. Yeah, that was, like, a 1,500-person show. So, like, I remember, my, but my, um, Sergio asked me, he's like, are you nervous? And I was like, nah, I'm ready. Like, let's do this. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it's crazy to just, like, go in front of people like that and it perform. Is, right. Yeah. Like, even just, like, small groups, I was, like, uh, I used to get kind of nervous. But I do a lot of, like, training at work, so I kind of feel some of that, like, yeah. people watching you and stuff. But, yeah. The, the small groups is harder. Is it? Yeah, because you, you have, like, the focus of everybody. Yeah. You know, like, sometimes if the, with, like, 1,500 people, there's, you know, there's roughly some people that aren't paying attention, but... 
you can't tell specifically who's watching you. Yeah. I've done shows where there's maybe like 10 people in the room and you could just feel it, like if they're interested or not. Yeah. And that, that really like misses with you, but you kind of just got to get through it and make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you get through <laughs> something like that where you feel like you're going to start to stumble? Mm. To be honest, I don't even know. No. Yeah, whenever I've done shows, I don't really go too much into a thought process. I kind of just go out there and I just do it. And you just do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good that you don't overcomplicate things, right? Yeah. I think that's uh, part of the reason why uh, people stumble. They just think too much while they're trying to rap or doing whatever, right? Yeah. I think I think overthinking things is what leads to, like, failure. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Just making it just real complicated. Yeah. Does... Uh, you said your friend raps too, right? Yeah. And what he does, uh, he goes on the shows with you and stuff like that. Do you guys uh, always go together or do you guys have done separate shows? Or uh, In the beginning, yeah, it was both of us a lot. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of like fell off music for a while. But then I still, I still kind of kept up with it. Mm -hmm. He wasn't doing it too much. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to keep doing whatever shows I can. I've done like a few shows here and there since then. Yeah. But... Yeah, I'm still trying to push him to get back into it. Oh, he's still not into it? No. Uh, but, like, I'll message him, and I'm like, hey, man, like, you need to come through. We need to work. We need to do something. And he's like, yeah, I'll be there. And then he, like, won't show up. And I'm like, bro, like, come on. <laughs> like, what are you doing? So, like, whenever I write something, I'll, like, I'll just be in my car, like, at work, like, writing or something. And then, like, I'll pull up Snapchat, and then I'll play the beat, and then I'll record whatever I had written, and then I'll send it to him. Like, I, I have to keep sending him things so that I keep him inspired. Yeah. You know, like, because he's really, he's, like, an amazing rapper. Is he? Yeah. So, like, if he if he really gets back into it, I know he's going to make me proud. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm happy for this dude. Like, I, I tell him, like, all the time, like, bro, you're too dope to, like, not be doing this. Yeah. 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 And right now, he's just just doing life, working. Yeah. Any, I think uh, he's working for uh, a school. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he works with disabled students. Yeah. Does he uh, does he have wife and kids and stuff? No. Oh, so he's single and he's still yeah he's single. He, I think he was he was in a relationship for a while and I think that really like pushed him away from the music as well. Oh. Yeah, but um, now he's single. He's just working and I'm like, bro, like, now's come on, now's the time. Jump on it. Right. Because I I've gotten to the mindset where I'm like now I'm like, I I don't have time, so yeah. I have to do it now. Yeah. And the, you know the more you put it off the the less you're going to do it. Exactly. That's why, like, I wanted to come do this before, and then I had the other podcast where they, the guy was waiting for me, and I was like, at first, I was like, dude, like, what am I going to talk about? Like, I've never done an interview. Like, what am I going to do when I go? Am I going to be nervous? Am I going to talk? Am I going to be, am I going to, like, shut down? Mm -hmm. And then, like, when he hit me up Tuesday, I was just like, you know what? Like, I got to stop putting things off. Yeah. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go for it. And it was an amazing interview. Was it? Yeah. How long did you guys go for? Um, almost two hours. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And you guys just talked about music. Yeah. That's cool. Did you do you like study music at all? No. 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 Not like I should. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually thinking about it. Like I, I need to study, uh, like just different artists, see the way they do things, yeah. and see what I can pick up from them. Yeah. But for the most part, I kind of listen to like the same few artists, but I still try to. Whenever I write, I still try to do different things, which it's kind of hard if I'm not listening to other genres and stuff for inspiration. Yeah. 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 
Like even rap, rap has gotten so widely accepted that, you know, you have rock and rap and you have country and rap and you have this and rap and so... Yeah, I feel like rap's evolved into like every aspect of music now. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's pretty interesting. Do you... <clears throat> do you find yourself ever like trying to do other uh, types of music at all or... It's just rap. No, yeah, I've, I've tried other different things. Like, I was actually showing somebody at work earlier. I made one that was similar to, like, a country style. Mm. And then I have I had made another song that, like, my brother-in-law told me. He was like, he was like damn, bro, like, this reminds me of, like, um, I think you said Al Green. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it was just not even close to rap. Yeah. It was just, like, a very slow, melodic beat, and the whole time I'm just singing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird how... Uh, just the different beats or the different sounds and stuff will put us into a mood, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you do you see that, uh, like, the 90s rap is, like, completely different from, like, rap maybe, like, 10 years ago and just completely different from now? Yeah, I feel like every every, every genre of rap has its own time period. So, like, like, there was, like, the 90s rap, and then there was the 2000s and the 2010s and the 2020s. So it's it's always evolving. It, like, music constantly evolves yeah. in any genre. But, like, yeah, rap music has evolved in a huge way. Do you yeah. like it? At first, no. At first, I was very close-minded mm-hmm. um, because I would listen to music, and I'd be like, dude, there's, like, no substance to this. Like, what is going on? Like, why do these people sound like this? Yeah. And then I really had to, like, check myself and be like, I think what helped me too was like J. Cole. Like J. Cole had, he was, a, he was close-minded at first and then he, it clicked in him. He's like, how am I going to keep moving if I'm not accepting the involvement of hip-hop? Yeah. And then I, then I checked myself and I was like, damn, he's right. Like, in order to stay relevant in this, you have to learn to evolve with it. You don't have to like stay in out. the direction of it, but you can use parts of what's evolved, incorporate it into your own, mm-hmm. and then still keep your own lane going. Yeah, you don't want to shut yourself out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, your uh your flow, you think uh you're you're pretty uh unique or do you think that you fall under like a certain uh I don't know, culture to it or something like that? Mm, honestly, I feel like that's really hard for me to say just mm. cuz like you're biased. Yeah, <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. yeah, I've heard, like, when I was doing the interview the other day, he, the guy was telling me, he's like, yeah, bro, he's like, your, your style is very different from anything around here, mm-hmm. for the most part. Like, and, like, I've never really, like, looked at myself in that way, but I, that was always, like, a goal. Yeah. Because I remember growing up, like, a lot of my peers were doing, like, just very hood music and, like, intellectual rap and stuff like that. And that's where I had started out. And then I got to the point where I was like, this isn't very fitting to me. Like, I'm still, throughout the music, I've learned to, like, try to find myself. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if it wasn't for hip-hop and rap, like, I I feel like I'd still be a lost soul at the moment, you know? Yeah. Like, still trying to find, like, who am I? What am I going to do with life? Yeah. Like, I've, music has really helped me evolve as a person. That's nice. So, like, if you, if I go back to, like, my old music to, like, my music now, you really hear the evolution of who I've become. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. You ever listen to, like, oldies and stuff like that? Oh, I love oldies. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, that's what we grew up on. My mom used to have a, um, 
1972 Monte Carlo. Oh. Well, my yeah. mom's always had lowriders, but yeah. that's the most memorable one. And, yeah, it was always oldies in that thing. Yeah, yeah. something about a Monte Carlo, right? Yeah. I like them, too. That was supposed to be my first car. Was it? Yeah, I was in, like, sixth grade when she had that thing. Uh, yeah, I love that car, too. What did she do with it? Um, my brother had actually got locked up, and she was like, well, damn. She, like, sold it to bail him out. But after she sold it, he had got released. Oh. <laughs> so she was like, damn. And she just ended up paying bills. And she sold it for very cheap, too. Did she? Yeah, she said she had sold it for, like, 2000 She could have probably easily gotten, like, ten. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, did she do any work to it? Yeah, I think when she got it, it wasn't even running. Mm-hmm. And it had it was just straight to the metal. So she had bought it, sent it to the shop, got it. Um, it was painted a candy apple red. Mm-hmm. And she had a, a white vinyl top with some baby Dayton's white walls. She had an infinity system. Like, everybody knew, like, if you hear a system way down the street, like, far, like, oh, there's Tanya. Nah. Yeah, everybody knew, like, there she is right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was your dad the same way? Um, to be honest, I don't know. My dad was locked up from, I want to say, the age of... I think when I was like six or seven up mm. till I was about 18. Yeah. Mm. Is he out now? Yeah, he got, he, well, he got out around the age of 18, when I was 18, and then he passed away, I want to say, damn, I think it's like three, a little over three years now. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, it's all right. So is your mom still around? Yeah. Yeah. You still visit her, talk to her? Yeah. Um, take your kids over there, have a good time. You ever yeah. talk to her about your music? Yeah, my mom's always been a huge supporter of my music. I see. Yeah, like when I first started rapping, like my mom was very happy. My mom was going to all my shows a lot too. Mm-hmm. Like she she used to go to work and show people my music. Yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy because she would show people at work and they'd be like, oh, he sounds like Baby Bash. <laughs> and I would listen back to my old music and I'm like, I don't hear it. Yeah. And then like... After that, I didn't hear it for a long time until a, a coworker of mine. He's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, you remind me of Baby Bash. I was like, damn, dude, I've heard, I've only heard that one time, and that was a long time ago. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I still don't hear it, but yeah. I'm like, damn, yeah. that's crazy. Well, you know, somebody that gets into uh, whatever subject you're into, right? Yeah, you start to learn how to listen for that, whether you're in rock or country or whatever you learn to listen for the little differences right yeah where like the general public would just kind of group you into whatever mm-hmm. but yeah um Excuse when me. you uh oh my mom's watching too oh uh, she yeah hi moms i hope he's making you proud yeah <laughs> for the for those of you guys that don't know we're on uh, instagram live right now all right yeah. and so uh, what is uh, playing with your kids like? My kids are crazy. Are they? <laughs> yeah, like they're very blunt. Like if my if my daughter farts, she's gonna tell you. She's like, I farted, like, <laughs> or she'll just come and try to fart on you. Yeah, yeah. And then my my youngest daughter, she's very nonchalant. Like, um, like she could just be sitting there, and then my son will just come crawl on top of her, mm-hmm. and she's just like, mm, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes they get a little too rowdy, but <laughs> for the most part, they like to have fun. Yeah, they they bug me a lot to go swimming. I don't like to be in the heat, so, oh, yeah, <laughs> so I kind of feel bad. They're like, Dad, we want to go swimming, and I'm like, uh, I'm not trying to go outside. Like, <laughs> I like to swim when it's warm or cold. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you ever been in the ocean? 
not far into the ocean. No, but like the ocean just, just, really just cold. off the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, do you ever see like any of the attitudes or any of the how how they act in, from when like you, when you were a kid? Um, with my youngest daughter, I see it a lot. I see myself a lot in her. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because like um. Like, lately, I've been doing, like, a lot of self-reflection of myself mm-hmm. and thinking, seeing, like, my flaws where I need work. And then, like, I look at her and I'm like, damn, like, I, I definitely need to fix myself for all my children and myself. But when I look at her and I'm like, damn, she's, like, way too much like me. Yeah. Yeah, because when she's mad, she just shuts off, like, instantly. Like, you can talk to her and she's just, she just <laughs> stares. Like, you're not even there. So I'm like, damn, like, because, like... I've never been somebody to, like, express my emotions or anything yeah. other than in music. So, like, I know, like, that's, that's how she's going to end up. If I don't make a change, like, she's going to be like that. And I'm like, I don't want that for my children. Because no. that gets hard. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then it's hard to eventually start to open up. So I'm like, if I, if I make the change now and then I work on, on that with my children, then it's going to be easier for them later down the line. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see that in, in even in my kids that uh, within the last, I want to say, like three years, we've had to actually start opening up and just start sharing our uh, emotions and stuff with our, our kids so that they're not like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's my wife said something the other day and something like uh, that's part of our culture. That's what we do. <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> It's only if you allow it to continue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's it's so true that, you know, being Mexican, you know, you have a lot of machismo and I'm the man in the house and I'm not supposed to have emotions or this yeah. and that, right? So for me to actually sit down at the dinner table and talk to my kids about how I was feeling or doing whatever, it's, it's a new thing for me. And so... Uh, I hope that you are doing the same thing. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm not quite where I want to be yet, yeah. but I'm still, I'm still working on that. Yeah. But I think that uh, that comes along with uh, being happy with who you are, right? Yeah. And I, I think that's my problem is I, I've never really truly been happy with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've been wanting to get into music and, right? Yeah. Just a lot, a lot of different aspects of life, but yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Now... One of the things that uh, I like to think about, like even with me, with the troubles that I've had in the past, that I wouldn't be exactly who I am right now if I didn't have that trouble, if I exactly. didn't have uh, to overcome those obstacles. Uh, how do you feel about conflicts? Um, I, feel, I feel like people, people say it, and I feel like people take this phrase like, as something cheesy, mm. but like I feel like things do happen for a reason. Yeah, yeah. And then, like everybody wants to be like, "Damn, why did this happen to me?" And it's like you, it happened because you need to learn from it. Yeah, you know, like everything's a learning experience. Everything's a learning yeah. experience. And that I, I want to think that uh, when you go through a conflict like that and you're uh, trying to get through these hurdles, right? It exposes your true characteristics about. Uh, you know who you really are and how and what you uh, need to work on, right? Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, 
do you do you find yourself looking at yourself like you any any of your characteristics like oh I need to change this or anything like that constantly yes yeah, yeah. especially more lately because like I've said like I'm I'm in a state of mind right now where I'm really trying to reconstruct myself completely mm-hmm. yeah so I'm like like I've recently listened to like um like audiobooks on like self help and stuff like that yeah. Just trying to, like, understand myself better. I was actually speaking... Like, I, I was telling Lizette at work one day, like, if I do decide to go back to school, like, I'm going to go study psychology. Mm. Like, I really want to learn how, like... Um, just, like, the, how the human mind works, how our emotions work and everything like that. Yeah. Just not only to get a better understanding of myself, but just people in general. Yeah. I think it would help you out, like, even in your family life, right? Like, you said you're trying yeah. to make them... Make it better oh, for them. Damn. And you, uh, that's not something you're interested in right now in going back to school, or you are? Um, I'm not quite sure. I'm still kind of on the fence about going to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like financially, it's, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make sense at the moment. It's, it's really hard to pay for uh, schooling right now, especially yeah. with all the prices of milk and gas and right. Yeah. Like I, but I was thinking about it, like doing like online courses. Mm. But at the same time, I'm still at the point where I'm like, I don't know, can I handle to do this? Like, it's weird because I'm, like, telling myself, like, I don't have time to wait. But at the same time, I'm like, is that what I want to do right now? Yeah. So it's I'm still, like, teeter-tottering between these things. Well, you always hear about people that are, like, in their 50s and 60s going back to school. So if that's yeah. what you wanted to do then, then you, you still have a lot of time. You're yeah. Still young. So, well, that's the thing, too, is, like, I've... I've um, kind of got myself into the mindset of like anything can happen like I can leave and like I can I can pass like on my way home or something you know like so that's the way I've been looking at life is I don't have time to waste like if I'm going to do it I got to do it right now Mm. do you find that cannabis helps you kind of open up like that um honestly yeah yeah it really does open up your mind and help you think about things yeah yeah but it's also to, um, I think with, with that, you have to learn how to control it as well. Mm-hmm. Like some people will just smoke and then just get stupid. Like um, I think it, it takes time to really learn how to control it and how to get into certain um, moods with it. Yeah. Because before I used to smoke and just do nothing. Now, like I would go into smoking with a mindset before I smoke. Like, okay, I'm going to smoke and then I'm going to get this done. You know, like, when it comes to cleaning my house, I won't clean my house over. Really? Yeah, because I'll just be doing it. I'm like, I don't want to do this. (laughs) So, like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to smoke, and after I smoke, I'm going to clean. So I'll go go smoke, and then I'll come inside, and I'll just knock it out. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. I've never thought of it that way. (laughs) You know, they always... Now, within the last, I don't know, 10 years or so that uh, there's been a lot of uh, like well-educated people like doctors really getting into the mindset of how cannabis is helping people like even with uh, brain traumas and stuff like that and so like even with the everyday life where people have a like a lot of anxiety that cannabis is like a big uh, help for them Mm -hmm. right and so with you you said you've 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 uh, you were a, a shut in, right? 
Yeah. Like, you didn't really like going out to people and stuff like that. Doing cannabis, you able to uh, stand crowds or anything like that? Um, so that's the weird thing. When it comes to weed, it's like sometimes I don't want to be high in public just oh. because I still some semi have social anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I think if I smoke sativa, it kind of like... I'm still learning to control that because sativas will still boost your anxiety. Yeah. Like if you're like not cautious of it, you know? Oh. So like if I do go in public, I won't smoke or drink really. So like I've, I have had friends invite me like, let's go out and like, let's go do something. And I'm like, I don't go out just because I don't like to be around people like that. Like I went out the other day, but it was like day drinking. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's, oh, that's okay. You know? Yeah. But. That wasn't too packed. Yeah. No, it was like very dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do I do still feel weird when I go out in public. So I'm like, if I'm high, I'm just gonna be more nervous, you know. Because when I when I go out places a lot, I'll, I'll pay attention to my surroundings mm-hmm. and I'll see what's going on. Like, oh, what's that person doing? What are they doing over there? Like, who are they with? Oh, they're with these people. Okay, why are they acting like this? And I'll just I'll just get too into it, yeah. and I can't enjoy myself. Yeah. I see that a lot from people that grow up from like in the hood and stuff like that. Yeah, you kind of have to like yeah. be like that coming from where we're from. Yeah, yeah. Because if not, then no, yeah, it's just over. Somebody's gonna catch you slipping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh, think that uh, you're gonna get your kids into music? Yes, for sure. My oldest daughter loves singing. Does she? Yeah, she makes up the most random songs. And she'll sing all day. All day long. Yeah. Huh. And then and my kids love my music. Do they? Yeah. Like, just before I came, I was listening to music. And my youngest daughter, she's like, Dad, can you put your song on? So I was like, all right. Then I threw my music video on the TV. Yeah. And then she's like, no, your other song. So then I got to change it. And they're like, <laughs> they just want to, like, vibe to my music. And I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. Like, that's awesome. That's pretty interesting. Do you, uh, you said you have equipment. You record your stuff uh, on your equipment, or do you, you go to a studio? Uh, yeah, I don't record on my own equipment anymore, mm-hmm. just because like I had bought that. I want to say it was like 2013 or 14 mm-hmm. when I was in college, and it was just a little $200 setup. So it, it was okay quality for the time being, Yeah. but now I'm at the point where um, quality is very huge. Is it? Yeah. Like if, you, if, if you're going to take yourself serious, then quality is everything. Yeah. Yeah. You want to make sure that... Uh, Everything's on point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where do you get your sounds from, like uh, the beats and stuff like that? Um, it was, the majority of it was like starting off, it was like YouTube, and then it evolved into like going onto, um, there's an app or a website called BeatStars, mm-hmm. and like recently I had been going through that a lot, but the issue with that is like you're, you can buy a beat, but somebody else can also buy the same beat. Yeah. So now... Um, my engineer producer Nova, like, he wasn't producing at first until like recently. Now he's like, "Look, bro, like, I got the software. I'm gonna make these beats for you." And I tripped out because like, him just starting out already making amazing beats, and I was like, "All right, this is this is perfect." Yeah, yeah. Now how'd you meet him? Through music. Through music. Yeah, um, I remember when I first heard of him. He was he was he had joined um, a rap group called Lab Life. I don't know if you've heard of any local artists around here. No, not around here. No, no but um, they were they were a bit really big group when they dropped, and then later they started to like disperse and do their own thing. No. But I've always been supportive of people around me. Yeah, you know, like everybody. So like, he 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 recognized that, and then we started talking, and then 
slowly I would go like work with him and then I met him I ended up working in Exeter and then he ended up working there as well so then he told me he's like yeah bro I'm living here in town like I have a studio so I was like all right cool like I need to record and I went over one day and I've always been like before I record I have to be ready Mm -hmm. like I have to be everything prepared and memorized so like I went in and I just when I got there it was straight to work like when it comes to music it's just business it's straight to the point like, I, I'm not trying to, like, go party, fuck around, and do things like that. And, like, he recognized that. And he told me straight up. He's like, look, bro, like, I like that you're straight to the point. He's like, other people will come, and they're like, oh, like, they'll start doing something. And he's like, they'll be like, oh, I got to go smoke, or I got to go drink, or do something. He's like, nah, you come, you just get straight to work. Yeah. He's like, so you're always welcome. And then from there, like, our friendship and just evolved from there. Yeah. Yeah, so now he's, like, solely the only person I work with. Nice. Yeah. Nice, and he's got a pretty dope setup. Or? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, in his house. He actually he's still constructing his studio, mm-hmm. but I've helped him do a few things in there. Yeah, yeah. I've um, acquired a few things, and I'm like, hey man, like I have this. It's just sitting here. Like, just take it, and we can use it in the studio or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's awesome. It's it's nice when you can do something like that, something you're very passionate and keep it at the house where you're not paying a big corporation some yeah. ungodly amount of money to do something that you love, right? Yeah, because the prices get up there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you find it hard to uh, get support from the community? No. Uh, from the start, I've, I've had a huge amount of respect. Like, I, I'm... I wouldn't say I'm a huge artist, but I am very well known. Around here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a lot of respect from a lot of people around here. Like, yeah. I remember when I first came in, into rapping and doing shows, like, there was so many people that I was looking up to around me. Yeah. And damn near everybody recognized me yeah. and showed me love. And they, they wanted to see me continue. Yeah. So I was like, hell yeah. So anybody help me in any way they can. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm extremely grateful for all the people that I've met through this music. I've noticed that, like I said, I grew up kind of uh, part of my life in Riverside County, and, uh, and I started living in San Bernardino County. And I've noticed that down there, everybody's just trying to hustle their own hustle, and so nobody else is paying attention to anybody else, and so they're not showing love to anybody and stuff like that. Yeah. And so when I started moving, when I moved up here for work, right, I noticed that whenever I go to the store, whenever I did anything around here, people actually looked at you and greeted you. And they had, like, respect for you, like, right away. Yeah, it's something about the smaller towns. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, you, you see the way it's growing. And it's, like you said, it's not as small as it used to be, but still it's, it's kept that small-town vibe to it, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, we have Fresno, but Fresno is kind of... Eh. <laughs> Fresno's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's a little <laughs> nuts right now. But, uh, yeah, they even in uh, Fresno, you still get a lot of people that pay attention to what you're doing. And, you know, they don't really uh, disrespect you too much. But if you stay out of the right neighborhoods, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You just got to be very cautious of where you're going in Fresno, for sure. Yeah. Like, I feel like here you can go just about anywhere for the most part, just not at night. Yeah. At nighttime, you need to stay at home. Like, <laughs> stay away from the oval. Yeah, no, definitely the oval. Yeah. Like another reason why I don't go out too is like uh, I think it was like a month and a half ago, my brother-in-law he was like, "Look, Rob, he's like, you're always at home, bro. Like, like let's go out." So I was like, "All right, cool." Like I was like, "I'll go out," and then we went out, 
And then as soon as we pulled up to Rookie's, we get out the car, I see like three white boys running, and then we hear gunshots. I'm like, <sighs> all right. <laughs> Time to go. Yeah, and then like two SUVs are just like smashing down Main Street. And I'm like, yeah, see, this is, this is the type of shit that I'm not trying to deal with. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we still we still went out. (laughs) (laughs) You still had a good time, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, when you live the the nightlife, uh, you're gonna encounter stuff like that, right? Oh yeah, almost almost anywhere you go, there's always gonna be some sort of drama. Yeah, (laughs) I've never been about drama, so I think that's what really helped me stay away. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, I was working down in Victorville. And my boys were like, hey, let's go out after work. We're, we're going down to this bar called the Cocky Bull. And so we went over there. It was hip-hop night, and, and uh, we were having a good time, right? And the bar closed, and they were like, all right. And I told them, all right, I'll, I'll catch you guys tomorrow. And they were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we stood right outside. He goes, just wait. Just wait. <laughs> and so everybody's just standing around, just right? Waiting for the entertainment. Oh, happen. yeah, dude. All of a sudden, two guys just popped up and had beef with each other, and they just started going down. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> it was fun to watch. I mean, yeah, it's like a train wreck. You, know, you can't stop watching. Yeah. There's something about drama that just reels you in sometimes. <laughs> but you're right. I don't like to be about drama, but it's just uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's entertainment when you need it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of the old days. I mean, uh, not, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember sometimes, too, they'd be like, oh, there's a fight. All right, let's go. Let's go watch. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, back in high school, too. Oh, these guys are going to fight. We should go and check it out. Yeah. I, I, I remember one time in middle school, um, one of my friends, he had, like, decided to, like, for some reason, we were all walked in a big-ass group. Mm from the school all the way down to like Scotty's Donuts yeah. and then he decided to go home by himself ended up getting jumped by like two gang members and then for some reason one of our friends which was like the one that can fight he ran to come get everybody else and then the other dude stayed and they told him like why the hell did you come why didn't you send him and like so there was like 15 of us and we just all started running down the street and by the time we got there the cops were already there and it was over Aww. but yeah, that was that was one of the crazy moments growing up. It wasn't too crazy, but like, yeah, it's a memorable moment. <laughs> Some of the drama that you can't forget. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But back to your music. Do you think that you can give us a, a sample? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice to hear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see. Okay, this is one of my most favorite movies right now. It goes, um, I got so much shit to lose, but everything to gain. Nothing left to prove, still is fucking with my brain. The way these things be lining up, I swear it's money coming after me. Nothing to it but to do it and do not become a casualty. On my way to living lavishly, and I do it with my faculties. We're going to take this different places, and I'm coming with the family. No, I'll never stop, and I'll never give it half of me. I got to do this properly till it takes the very last of me. I got royalty on my back, self-love across my chest, my heart up on my sleeve, and umbrellas overhead. This rain can never touch me. It's, I'm more than feeling lucky. I'm really feeling destined. I can tell by how they love me. I finally got the message I was asking for a sign. It's really time to hustle Gotta put in all this time Within my chest I got a muscle And it's set to overdrive Gotta do it so my babies Can be really set for life I'm really starting to like Where I'm at now Still I'm set to moving on To better lifestyles Ask me why I try now 
Because I can give some reasons to why now, reasons to live my life now. Got Audrey and Zazi, my Lele and Ozzy. My Ray and my baby, I'm glad that you caught me. Was falling head first and think I was stopping. I'm learning my worth, I'm seeing my options. Still, I'm trying to find myself in the long run while I'm working on my wealth and the calls come. Uh, I was sitting on the... Oh, damn, I forgot it. <laughs> but yeah, that's part, of, that's part of it. It was almost over, too. Oh, shit. No, that's good, though. Usually I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, I hate to catch you, like, off guard and stuff, but, uh, yeah, it's, that's fucking awesome, bro. Thank you. I like, I like how you had that timing down. Yeah. yeah like I said, uh, like, when it, whenever I write something, I probably rehearse it at least 100 times. Yeah. 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 Timing's everything, right? It is. Yeah. It, like, even when you paused and you just gave it uh, another beat and stuff like that, that was, that was pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah, and so you ever sit down and just like rap a song just for your girl? Yeah, I've written like plenty of like love songs. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I can't even finish writing because I feel like I've said so much within like one verse, mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, now what else do I say? <laughs> <laughs> you can't really rap about how she's yelling at you because you're not <laughs> cleaning, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she'd hate to hear, hear something like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> why are you making a song talking shit? Like, I don't know. I didn't want to talk shit to you in person. <laughs> it's like uh, there's a rapper, Jack Harlow. One of his lines is said, he's like, um, I couldn't say it to you, so that's why I booked the session. Oh, and I was like, that's damn. Right. Like, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's really how I feel sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know, I don't know how to say this direct, so I'm just going to write it. <laughs> I, I find, yeah, don't tell he said I said this, but <laughs> I find that if I go into a separate room and I text her, she's able to open up to me. <laughs> yeah. It's something, it's something about the confrontation, huh? Yeah. And it just throws it off. Yeah. 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 That's what I told my girl one time because I was like, I, was like I, I really can't open up because I don't like confrontation. Yeah. Like, it's, it's easier if I just, like, throw it all out there and then you just get it when you get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... That's one thing I do need to work on, but yeah. Trying, yeah, you know, trying to express yourself without blowing up, right? Yeah. And I think for the most part, I can control myself as far as like blowing up. Like, I've always been, um, I guess I could say, like a nonchalant, calm person. Mm -hmm. I do tend to like get angry and yell, but that's more when I'm like frustrated with my kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's a different story. Yeah. yeah. But when it comes to other things, I can, I can keep my composure. Yeah. Yeah. And keep your cool and stuff. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Did you... Uh, I had a thought in my mind. Anyways. <laughs> you said you like psychology, right? Yeah, oh, I, I haven't, I haven't um, dove too much into it, but it, it is something that sparks my interest. Yeah. You find that uh, people are really in need of, like, mental health... Uh, seeking men help for mental health these yeah. days because of whatever social media or the the type of stuff that's going on in the world mm, i no i think i think mental health has just always been an issue i think now because of social media it's become more we're more aware of it oh okay yeah yeah that's true yeah, yeah i think if it wasn't for social media people wouldn't be talking about mental health the way they do now yeah yeah which I'm actually glad that people are bringing shining light onto mental health because I feel like that's something I've always dealt with. Mm -hmm. Like, just growing up, I've always just been like, 
like I said, like a reserved person. Mm -hmm. And I think because of that, it led me into depression. Mm -hmm. You know, like I wasn't able to open up anybody. So nobody really knew how I was feeling. And I just tended to feel alone. And so like, you know, it's just always a struggle. Yeah. You see the way you grew up and you see the kids now. Does that worry you at all? As far as what? Like kids always being on their phones or not going outside to play or stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, that can be an issue. I, honestly, I'm kind of guilty of that myself. No, like, yeah, just being like an antisocial person, like you tend to just stay home and just be on your phone. Uh, yeah. But like, that, that's one thing I need to work on a lot too. Like young, being when I was younger, like I was out a lot and I think that's why now like I don't care to be out because I've spent so much time out doing things mm-hmm. to where now it's like, okay, I could just stay home and chill because mm-hmm. I've had my fun. Yeah. You know, but now it's like, well, now I need to work. Like <laughs> I need to get things done for right. myself. So like... That's part of the, sometimes when I'm on my phone too, I'm just, I'm learning different things once in a while. So, yeah. yeah. That's a good, it's, you know, being on your phone is a good thing sometimes to catch up with whatever family members are doing, but it so, also. It's you, a blessing and a curse. Yeah, and a curse, right? You can also learn a lot. Like, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but we, we do aquaponics and the only way that I learned about it was through YouTube. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. It's a YouTube University for everything. Oh, yeah. Right, for everything. Yeah. And so um I don't I don't really like the way uh big corporations like uh Facebook and uh Instagram are canceling people for what they truly are passionate about, like either with cannabis or with whatever. Um I really do think that people should open up and have conversations not yell at each other and not cancel each other out right yeah because we all have different experiences to learn from each other exactly uh, i learn from you you can learn from me and just as long as we sit down just you whether we're having a beer or whatever having a conversation yeah right and you with your music you're pouring yourself out there like that right yeah yeah i i really hope that you uh you keep going with it because i do think that you can uh, do big things. Yeah, that that's definitely where my mindset's at right now too. Like, is it? Yeah, that's one thing I've learned is like, because um, I've watched I've I've watched a lot of interviews and I've studied different people and like the things that they say just from like entrepreneurs to other musicians, mm-hmm. and it's, it's always a reoccurring theme of confidence and believing in yourself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Above everything else, it's always believe in yourself. Yeah. Like at first, I used to think like, oh, that's hella cheesy. Like, why are you saying some stupid shit like that? Like, give me the give me the basic steps of what I need to do. And now I'm like, that is the basic steps. If you're not believing in yourself, you're not going to get anything done. Nothing done. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, man. That's why. That's another thing I love about YouTube, because I've studied a lot of different things just on, like, how to improve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anybody on YouTube that you like? Um, I don't really follow anybody specific okay. for certain things. I just kind of, like, see what I can find here and there. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of have to watch yourself because some people out there are not the right people to follow. But for the, I think for the most part, it'd be all right. Yeah. Yeah. You just kind of pick and choose and take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people that I look up to when it comes to like the motivational stuff, too, is like the artists that I listen to. Mm. Yeah, and then I like to watch their interviews. Yeah. Like, you you know of Nipsey Hussle? Yeah. Nipsey Hussle is a great motivational speaker. Man. Is he? Like, just, just his music in general is very motivating. Yeah. And then you go to watch his interviews, and he's he's a very humble person, and he just, he wants to see people win, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, damn, like, 
I respect that. Like, and he he gives guidelines of like this is what I did, you know, like things like that. And then another one, another huge one is Russ. I don't know if you've heard of Russ. No, no, he, he's a very big artist too. But a lot a lot of his music, he, like it's always like I said, it's a recurring theme of so just confidence, self belief, things like that. Yeah, yeah. So like that's I I learned a lot of that from music. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> you f- do you feel like you're going to be 60 years old, still into your music, still into writing? That would be great. I would love to, because like Snoop Dogg's still making music. Oh, yeah, right. So I'm like, it, it would be dope to be like Snoop Dogg's age still. Like, I know he doesn't like, that's, his, that's not his main source now. Mm-hmm. It's just something he still does for fun, you yeah. know, like. The man has his hand in like a lot of things. We were yeah. just, I was actually my buddy was talking to me about this the other day. Like Snoop Dogg's in everything, so I'm like it would be dope to be like you said, 60 years old, and then having been gotten so far into music that it, it's allowed me to um, put my hand into different things, mm-hmm. and then just have the time to enjoy making music yeah. just for the hell of it. Yeah, Snoop Dogg does a lot with kids too. Like he does. I think he's has. Uh, a league too, or yeah. coaching yeah. and all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, he does yeah. all that stuff. He mentors kids and he helps out people with their music, and he yeah. does all of that stuff. Yeah. Do you yeah. do you find that helping people out kind of helps you? Um, I think so. I can't really like say how much of it how it helps me because I feel like I've always been that type of person that likes to help people, anyways. Mm-hmm. And so I've never really seen how it benefited myself. You know, not even like, and just like the way it makes you feel. Mm, no, not so much. I just focus on like, okay, this person needs my help. I'm, I'm gonna give them my help. Yeah, yeah. Because like growing, just growing up, like I've never really like expressed this much, but I've had friends who were like homeless or just needed places to stay, or they needed rides, or they just needed something. Yeah. And I've always been like, okay, well, I'm right here. Like, you can reach out to me, and I've had plenty of friends reach out to me. But then also like. Sometimes they become too dependent on you, uh, and yeah. then that becomes hard. So I've had to like cut some people off just because I'm like, dude, like this is a reoccurring theme. You keep asking me for help. Like, what are you doing for yourself? If you're not doing anything, I'm not going to continue to help you. You, you know, get, it's hard, but it happens. You could teach a man to swim or fish, right? And he'll eat for a day. Yeah. 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 Or no, if you if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. If you teach him, he'll eat for a lifetime. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's pretty. I, I I really like that and. I seem to uh, think that if we could do that, like with everybody around us, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Any last words? Um, nothing I can really think of off the top, no. But. So if you were to try to give your kids a message that they could hear 20 years from now. Man, if I had something to tell my kids, it's just... Always chase what you love, mm. yeah, and always believe in yourself for sure. Because like growing up, I I believed in myself, and then I allowed I allowed just life to hit me, mm. and we can't we can't do that. We no. can't allow life to to get us down. Yeah. So like no matter what we're going through, like you still have to push through. If you allow it to get to you, that's what really brings you down. Yeah, and, and it's it's hard to get out. That's pretty yeah. cool. And then it's it's something that my girl um, tells me too. It's like the outcome of your day really starts with your mindset. So, like, that's why I'm grateful for my girl because she's taught me a lot over the years, too. Is she? Yeah, just about, like, self and, like... Because she's, she's very self-aware, and I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, I'm, I'm slowly learning these things from her, and I'm learning to become self-aware. 
So I'm like, damn. Don't focus on the negative. Think about the positive. Exactly. So that's how I, another reason I know my kids are going to be well off, too. Because, like, my girl's very big on, on education of learning mm-hmm. just anything she can learn and teaching my kids. So I'm like, hell yeah. That's pretty awesome. One last rap? Yeah. Let me, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm smoking on this weed. I'm getting high myself. Been focusing on me. I'm trying to find my wealth. I'm looking past these borders trying to find an out. Been telling y'all I got this, but I need some help. Insecurities running through my brain, trying to maintain, telling me things that'll keep me sane. Hand on my veins, can't feel a thing. Swerving in lane, can't keep aim. I think I need to change. Been focused on progression, steady learning lesson. Lately, I've been stressing on my imperfections. Thinking about these questions, dreaming of my blessings. Asking me where I'm headed, off to new directions. Talking about some visions thought I'd never see. Cause working been the mission for my pedigree. To put them in position where they never need. Guess if I want my flowers, gotta plant the seed. Yeah, cause I'm just trying to get on. My partner made the call, I gotta pick up the phone. I've been in the zone, just hoping that y'all leave me alone. Like you been doing, watch me as I get to the throne. Cause I'm determined, there ain't no way I can stop. If I slip, I hope they kill me, till then I'm holding the mop. They hoping I drop, they waiting for my songs to release. Till four ones I cop, looking forward to the days I sign deeds for my family. And build my own neighborhood, so I take them out the hood. Plenty of things I wish I could, I... Gotta come to fruition. Gotta open up my eyes. I gotta broaden my vision. I hope that you'll listen when I tell you that I'm doing things different. I've been working on myself. I had to make a decision. Came close to submission. My mama praying I'm Christian. At an all-time low, I ain't afraid to admit it. I fucking love it. Thank you. How do people find you? Um, Instagram. Like, we're live on Instagram. At official Rob Turner. That's official R-A-W-B Turner. And then uh, TikTok, just Rob Turner. Rob Turner. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's like the two main socials right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for this. Yeah, thank you too, I man. appreciate it, brother. Yeah, me too. I'll talk to you later. All right. Well, that's it for now. I want to be clear on something. No one person grows up the same. Everyone has their own opinion and how they come up with it. That's why I started this, so that I can understand you and your guide to your path. If we all have different strengths, then maybe, just maybe, we can learn from each other.